Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Bavers Batch. Uh, today's a special one. We have a guest with us. Um, Rohan, you can introduce yourself if you want. Uh, hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Rohan, um, one of Sai's friends, and uh, I'm just glad to be on the show today and talk about a topic that uh, I'm really interested in. And Yeah, glad to be part of the show. Yeah, that's awesome. But the, the topic that we're going to be talking about today is three Rikram. Uh, both as a writer shortly and then as a director, us four will be ranking all of his 11 feature films in order from bottom to top. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're all pretty big fans of Three Chrome. Hey, does anyone here dislike him? No, right? No. No. <laughs> okay. I thought Avi was going to pull some some plot twist. But I'm glad <laughs> you like him too. Uh, no, he's good. So I guess like, you know... Triyakram as a writer versus director is, is pretty different. So we could go through his his writing ventures. Um, I I know Rohan mentioned he saw Swayamvaram. That's the like I haven't seen any before. Nunak nutshell. So that's all you if you want to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I wanted to like I wanted to do like a Triyakram binge. So I started with yeah. that. And I kind of mm-hmm. just stopped there. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an interesting movie. I think like especially like if you look at the year when it came out, like the late nineties, like. It definitely like probably marked a transition. It was more modern and like people were talking more modern, like how normal people talk as opposed to maybe some of the movies of the time. And it definitely like you can see why it was a hit and like why like young people liked it and why like their Vikram. I don't know how much success he got out of it, but I know that like Benu got some success and so did the director. So I think that kind of helped him in his in the beginning too. But um, yeah, you can kind of see like the framework of, some of the the you know the really good uh, movies we've seen later on. Yeah, I yeah, know, like, no, I, I've never seen it. I haven't. Yeah, like like I was saying, I haven't seen any of his written films before Nuenak Nacho. But I know like Swineworm's a pretty big name, like popular one. I've heard of that one before. I've also heard of Nuvik Awali. Um, haven't seen that either. But yeah, the, the I, premise was yeah. interesting at the time too. It's like yeah. People can love each other without getting married, right? Like, why should why did they get married? Which you know, even nowadays, is so controversial. So that yeah. you know, years ago, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. Back then, Nuwe Kavali was like an industry hit, which was crazy because it starred. Uh, I think it was like no one knew who Tharun was, right? Mm-hmm. So he had his little yeah. golden run. But you know, yeah. even like he really shines as a comedic writer. I'm looking now, and Nunak Nachal Vasu and Man Mother do back to back is. Like that's mm-hmm. a pretty solid lineup, even though Vasu was a flop. Um, like everyone remembers it for the comedy scenes with Bumika and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so you know, all three of those movies hold a special place in my heart. Uh, I gotta movies. say, I think of his like written ventures. I think uh, Manmadu is my favorite. Like yeah, I think sure. I rewatched that the most of his written films. Um, I thought he directed for the longest time until like recently I found out he didn't direct it. But yeah, Manmadu is like one of the best like writing wise too just like like quirky dialogue um like punches like comedy comic comedic punches um just like it's like a master class in writing that movie yeah no i i agree yeah i was gonna yeah just echo that but yeah um i think my mother do itself it was just like just like such a classic family movie and just overall had like elements that you know, he kind of set forward as a as a director. I mean, he wasn't a director, I guess, but yeah, as you re- started to direct more, um, you know, as time went on. But yeah, I agree. 
I think just kind of looking at this list too, like you can see that he kind of brings the the best out of these actors. Like these mm -hmm. are some of my favorite movies of these actors. So it's clear that he knows how to like write for the actor or like kind of get the, the best out of them. Like Jay Chiranjeevas, Chiranjeevi is like my favorite. Like he's so goofy and just like, I feel like he's yeah. more himself, like like uh -huh. real life maybe than some of these mm -hmm. more intense movies like, you know, like Indra or Stalin that came out at the time. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's a really good point. Like I think like he brings uh he brings like a comfort out of his actors. Like his actors feel comfortable to do that clowny stuff on set because like it's not as easy like to do that type of stuff on set when like 100 people around you are watching you do it. Um but he gives that comfort to them and like opens them up and they're able to do stuff like, you know, J. Jinjiva like you were saying or uh even like, you know, I mean we'll get into his direct roles but like stuff like Jossa, Kaleja, like these actors are able to do, you know, the clowny stuff. Even did you guys have anything else? To, oh, go ahead, Akil. No, I was just gonna say, K. Vijay Bhaskar was a beast back then, dude. Look at his lineup with three Vikram. He had uh, Nunak Nachal, One Mother Do, Malishri, and Jay Chiranjeeva. So th that yeah. duo is just iconic. Yeah, that's such a good lineup. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think he fell off because Thirikram started directing on his own, though. <laughs> yeah, I think the last movie K. Vijay Bhaskar made was Masala. Um, the sh oh, real God. shitty. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh my God! I don't God. even know if you guys have seen that movie, but I I saw it. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh, it's like mom God. is gay. In the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the remake that. of a yeah. Hindi movie. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Bull Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah. So I guess we're all on the same page that you know his his comedy is a strong point, but. Mm -hmm. yeah these these are all iconic movies there's really not much more to say but yeah. i guess beamless one we didn't cover right oh yeah like you oh, wrote that yeah, yeah. he goes directed it dude like there's no way yeah, he only pretty much directed that. it yeah yeah <laughs> i think that's also unique like especially if you think of like beamless and Beamar, but also some of these more comedy oriented movies is like the emotion is really good too like he i feel like he keeps it pretty realistic and not like too grand grand or intense like these are like emotions that we would have in our real life concerning our family or like our past or something like, mm -hmm. like I feel like those parts really hit too, which is what makes it more memorable than just some comedy movie that, you know, like other nourish movie that's also funny, but doesn't really hit yeah. you. you know? Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's the last time I remember PK being an actor rather than a star. I mean, there are some elevation scenes obviously, but you know, I don't even remember the last time he played it so mellow in a movie. Might have been, I don't know, I'm like looking through his filmography. It might have been Guru Mashankar, honestly. I don't know when he played like a normal role, non crackhead role. Guru mm Mashankar, -hmm. <laughs> you're saying non crackhead? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure I'm wrong. Yeah, it's a, this might be the first time he's played a mellow role. Oh, Johnny. Never mind, Johnny. Okay. Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. First time yeah. I've seen a calm version of PK, and it's what, 2003? Yeah. Yeah. It's so long ago. Yeah, but yeah. So I guess if we've we've covered his written ventures, we can go ahead to ranking uh Three Crumbs eleven movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll, we'll just give a like quick rundown of how we're gonna do it. So yeah. Um, what we'll do is we'll go through everybody's eleventh and then everybody's tenth. Uh, we'll just kind of go down like that all the way down to one. Um, and then films that we let's say we talk about uh to a certain extent. But if it appears again on someone else's list, we'll just kind of move on because we already covered, you know, all of our opinions on it, I guess. Um, 
but yeah, so that's kind of how we'll tackle this. Uh, do any of you guys want to start with, I mean, okay. 11, like I'm sure we all have the same one. So <laughs> should we just all say it at once? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's, that's the 11th one. I mean, what do we even have to say about this? Like, I honestly have no words for it. Like, it's it's a huge blunder. I mean, it is what it is. Everyone knows it's a shit show. I have nothing to say about it. Yeah. I guess we could do Zoom order the way the Zoom call is. So I can go after you. Yeah, Rohan yeah. goes after me. Yeah, yeah um, sure. So I I don't think Agnathawasi is probably on the worst movie. Um, Sardar Gabbar Singh still exists. And that is, <laughs> that is far worse, in my opinion. But uh, yeah. even even... Even with that big of a rod, I think that's Thirikam's best looking movie. Uh, like his the cinematography, the locations they go to, the budgets through the roof, right? And it looks beautiful, each and every frame, in my personal opinion. I don't know if you agree, but I think it's his best shot movie. His like cinematography is great, and I just think that like even the idea is not bad, right? I mean, it's a rip off of Largo Winch, but like the idea of like a air coming back. It's kind of cool, but you know, at the end of the day, it's PK is tired, the script is terrible, the comedy mark is missing. You know, that's the biggest thing. There's, I, there was not a single time in the movie like there's a belt sequence, like he bites the belt and goes around the cycle. It's it's the worst, like the worst part year is, old man, bro. <laughs> the, the worst part is they tried the comedy, and that's what yeah, they, like it's not like they didn't have any comedy. They tried like a good amount of comedy, and none of it hit. Yeah, no, I went for the heroines. Sure. There was so much like uh comedy with the heroines, but none of that hit. Yeah, and like I went first day for sure, right? So like as as a Khan and Thirikam fan, I never thought that this would be the result, but it is what it is. But you know, devil's advocate, there are some good things about it. The soundtrack still holds up to this day. Um and the BGM, yeah. but yeah. yeah, I don't know if you two have anything positive to say about the movie. No, I was gonna say the the soundtrack. Kanye read obviously uh, did that movie or yeah. was it? I think director for that music director. Yeah. Um, he had some good songs, Gollywalga and all that. Like we, uh, is a banger. The pictureization is terrible though, bro. But <laughs> like yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's some Airbnb. A, <laughs> yeah, I know there's some. <laughs> yeah, but I would say yeah. I mean that's. Uh, I feel like it's a lot of things, right? A lot of bad movies have good uh, songs, yeah. or at least a couple good bangers, yeah. so to make up for it. But, but yeah, yeah. I'm uh, looking through the like the cast right now too, and it's like you got re- pretty good actors, honestly, like Adi Pinisetti and like Kushbu and Bomanirani and stuff. And I just feel like, yeah, like PK was just like lazy, and I don't know if they had kept the movie just straight up serious, it probably would have been a lot better. Like, yeah. this is a really common trend in Telugu movies and Tamil movies and everything, but it's like, this could have been one of the first good ones. They just kept it serious. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Should we go on to a nine? Uh, is, it, is it 10? Oh, 10. Sorry, 10. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I'll start with my 10th. Mm-hmm. This will be a shock, possibly, to the listeners and you guys. But uh, my 10th is Son of Satyamurti. Um, wow. so I got some reasons. I know like a lot of people love it. But for me, like when I saw it, I saw it like two, I saw it two times, I think, total. Um, but I thought that like overall, the movie kind of dragged for me. Like it was pretty slow. Um, not what I expected from a Thirikram, other origin combination, you know, especially coming off of like July 
like it's not what I expected the type of movie um and I thought the comedy was a little forced again they attempt the comedy here but like it came off kind of cringy to me um like there are some brummy scenes in it that are kind of funny but overall like it it, it still felt kind of forced um but and uh the father emotion like for me like it like I can I can connect to like you know a pretty good father emotion but this one like I, it, I just did not connect with it and it's a big part of the movie uh even the climax everything like it's a big part of it and for me because of that disconnect like I I just overall did not like it I mean I liked it uh, but just overall like I would say it's like low ranking for me yeah but yeah that's my time yeah I think and and the like the, I mean the good stuff like I say like the songs are fire in that in that movie um mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, overall, like it's it was like an average film for me. Yeah, I so I guess I'm next. Uh, I I'll talk more about that later. It's not in my it's I haven't yeah. it's not my next movie, right? But I I definitely like like the movie more than you. Um, but I'll talk yeah. about why later because I don't want to like yeah. say it right and now. and and I gotta say too that all of these movies. Um, I like them like I, they all range from like to love so I don't hate or dislike any of the movies like from here on out in, in this list so with that disclaimer like that's why I like Sunday Sunday Monday is still kind of like low on the list but it's not like I don't like it yeah so my number 10 so I don't like this movie um, the last two movies of three Rickrams I don't like I don't like Nuve Nuve it's uh, it's a pretty bad movie um, in my opinion Darun the same people that bash on Nano Local need to watch Nuve Nuve because it's the same movie. Uh, like Darun is aimless. He doesn't have a job. He just is a dick to Shriya the whole movie. And at the end, abruptly, they just get married. Elevation There's no progression. Prakash Raj doesn't even change his mind at the end. It just sort of happens. Um, and like he's such a... like It's so hard to root for your protagonist when he's like, literally like the example of like Barra's job in Chetanagor, right? Like, that's literally all he is in the movie. And it's it's just such a tough watch. Like, I rewatched it recently because uh, it was, like, some anniversary or something. And I remember liking it a lot as a kid. Soundtrack's still really good. But the movie is is pretty bad, in my opinion. It's, like, Nano Local 1.0. Um, and Thirikum's mark is missing. Tria looks good. Tharun looks good. They have good chemistry. But once again, like, it's just one of those movies that it reminds me of like how outdated movies were back then and it glorifies like having no career doing nothing with your life still getting the heroine at the end so i i dislike this movie but i know rohan had some some expressions over there so i'm curious to hear his thoughts on it uh <clears throat> yeah i'm i'm just a little surprised because uh it, it's one of my like it's in my top <laughs> it's in my upper half um but <laughs> i definitely with the whole like I feel like the reason I like it more is because of Prakash Raj rather than uh, Tarun. And like, I feel like movies would always kind of make the Prakash Raj role, like the dad role seem really bad, but they actually make him seem like a really reasonable person. And you agree with him, I think, 90% of the time. Yeah. So I really like, like, to write that is difficult too. You could just make him an evil guy really easily. But I feel like writing him to be like, Okay, yeah, he he's got a point, you know. Like you, you need to have a job to support a family if you want to marry my daughter. So um, but yeah, that was just my two cents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely get it. Like I just I think I'm a bit harsher on the movie because I just like Thirukram a lot. So 
but yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't give him a villain character, and you know, Prakash Raj is not new to villain dad roles, right? That's like how he made his bread and butter. Um, but yeah, it's just this is my two cents. But uh, I guess the Zoom order switched. So yeah. if I mean, you want to go Rohan, you can, or if Abi wants to go. Um. Yeah, I can just go. Um. Yeah. I He's definitely uh... not ready, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, for for tenth, I was actually thinking uh uh, um, I think one thing that bothered me is because it's based on an actual Telugu novel and he didn't give the original writer any credit. He basically just ripped it off. Um, yeah. there's a 1973 version called Mina too. Like that's the name of the book, Mina, right? Uh, the 1973 one is like if you watch this exact same movie, like it's just in black and white, different actors. It's the exact same movie. It's Krishna, right? The movie? Yeah, Krishna and um, his wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah. So, um, and I don't know. I just felt like for the sake of Prasa, there was too many like cringe dialogue and just, it, it really dragged for me at a certain point too. And, you know, Nitin, he's all right. Like, he's not the best actor that we've got. <laughs> um, so overall, I wasn't really impressed by people's performances um but it's a nice watch it's a good classic story and like it really is like his like classic like family oriented type of movie um but when i when i was watching it for the first time i was just like come on like like, you could everyone can do better here yeah Yeah. you know i recently found out anupama's in the movie yeah she was uh she was supposed to be the girl he marries yeah i think that's kind of how she started too like yeah. Uh, at least in Telugu. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm surprised. Dang, I didn't think it would be that low on your list. Yeah. I uh I don't know. It was hard to kind of pick some of the lower half ones, but I decided to get mm-hmm. really critical. <laughs> yeah. Hobby yeah, it's it's hard not to like chime in and say something, especially because mm-hmm. I have to cover it later. <laughs> so, right. yeah, yeah, that's why that's why I'm not saying yeah. like much about it, but, but I'll yeah. I will remember your points for later. Yeah. I will try remembering. So for me. I was actually gonna. I was thinking about either uh, uh-uh, but I, en- I ended up choosing um, ASVR. Um, and reasoning <laughs> behind this is just um, I don't know. For me, three Vikram going into the movie for Arvind the Samantha, I just did not think it would be that violent that quick. You know, um, I thought it would be a little bit more lighthearted, which it did kind of end up being later on when when Pooja's character kind of you know had that influence on him but I don't know for me like it wasn't something that I was expecting and that's probably why I didn't really like it as much um so yeah again it's a little biased in terms of that but yeah I don't know the story itself was it was like all right nothing like crazy but um yeah, again, I think I think it was just, I think that's a, a couple of his movies, and we'll get to it later with uh, Kaleja. But um, but yeah, there just weren't something that I expected going into it, right? And and the way it was promoted, so that was something that I just didn't think was you know well done for that. But yeah, that would be my number ten. Yeah, that's like another movie where it was pretty serious for the most part. Um, right. And they tried comedy in it, but it doesn't work. It was that was an Aku guy or some shit. Yeah yeah not work at all but uh no i it, i mean it's coming up so i'll talk about it on my list too yeah all right should we move into uh, nines yeah, mm-hmm. you're up it's you all right 
All right. So my ninth movie um, on the list is Alavai Kuntu Paramlo. Um, Same. Okay. So, <laughs> how nice. <Yep. laughs> okay, I guess we'll, we can all just talk about it, but I'll start off. So this movie, um, again, I liked it overall, but I do not think it's that great of a movie. Um, it's it's a pretty average movie if you, you know, break it down really. Um Especially, I think the biggest like uh, negative for me for this film is the second half. Um, I did not think there was really much entertainment value in the second half at all. Uh, it was pretty boring. Uh, dragged on, and the emotion did not work for me at the end either. Uh, with like him and his like new family or his real family and all that emotion, just I just could not connect with it. Um, so uh, that that stuff aside, um, I thought also it was a pretty non-creative story uh it's pretty basic you know like the getting switched at birth storyline you know nothing yeah. nothing new there mm -hmm. uh, and forced comedy at times again this is like something that the Rickram's been kind of struggling with recently when he does do comedy it's very hit or miss obviously there are a couple scenes in you know this movie that hit really hard um but like uh, specifically like when uh you know like when Puri Hagde sends him on his like tours like uh, to like the desert land and then like the cold like country or whatever like like there is some good like comedic stuff there um and the boardroom scene obviously but even that was like dependent heavily on the songs that they were playing um but yeah overall like i i mean it got a lot of hype and it made a lot of money um very popular but i think like other than the album and few comedy moments and somewhat of an entertaining first half it's a pretty like lacking movie no, I agree. I was going to say things I remember from the movie, if you look at it just like an abstract perspective, you remember the songs, you remember, I guess, the boardroom scene, right? With the whole yeah. like running comedy session there. Yeah. And then I guess, yeah, the this, this story, relatively simple, switched at birth story. You really don't come away of like, you've, it, it, you don't like remember the experience that from start to end that the movie took you on. It's really just pinpoints of like, you know, the story, like you switched at birth and then just the songs and then comedy scenes. Like, I, I don't really, for me, it didn't really have that effect on me, like, of, wow, that's a great story. Or like, you know, you don't feel that when you, when you walk away from it as compared to some of those other movies. So, Agreed. Like, Agreed. the promo is, I mean, it's, uh, it's something that both of them could do any day of the week. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Alluogen's swag is off the charts in that movie and the album too. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I actually found the movie to be pretty funny, uh, especially like I love Rajin the Prasad. And I think like whenever Rajin Prasad shows up in the movie, whether it's the police station scene, the climax or wherever, it's hilarious. And I think it's funny, but my main issue is it's so lazy. Sushant's character is like terrible. Right. Um, and the villain is a joke. Samad Garni is just a joke in the movie. Uh, to the point where he's doing Satarala Sarpurutan to kill him. Like he sings a song and you know, right? It takes everyone out. And it's just like it's one of those movies that's style over substance completely. And you know, even the fights I thought were pretty cringe. Uh like the boy party levels of physics. And I just didn't like I thought it was funny. Masters. Yeah. The story was just so lazy and there was potential there, I'm not gonna lie. Switched at birth is stuff you can make really good emotions with, but you know, it's just it's the laziest movie of his, in my opinion. It's something he knows he can do. And he didn't go out of his comfort zone. But shout out to Murli Sharma. That was the best performance in the movie. They killed it as Valmiki. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Y'all should check out the Hindi version on Netflix, and then you'll have a lot more appreciation for this. I one. saw that shit. I'm not watching Karthik. <laughs> Oh, this movie will look like an Oscar-winning film compared yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah, my night is actually uh, ASVR. Um, I I was okay with the violence and all, and like the serious tone. Um, it is a factionism movie. The conclusion was the same thing in Mirchi and everything. It's like the Linchandra, like okay, well, like, well. yeah. So I mean, Mirchi did it first. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. Um, <laughs> To be, to, if we're gonna be specific, Seema Tapakai with Alar Naresh did it first. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, you guys have to know it. Rohan's the biggest like Alar Naresh fan. I love Alar Naresh. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen Seema Shastri? That's the OG. Yes, that was my childhood. <laughs> Blade so, Bob, crazy movie. Blade Bob, yeah. And I think the whole point was that Puja Hegde is supposed to be like wise, like educated person that like is kind of guiding him through like these important conflicts he has in life and like i don't know she just doesn't seem that like wise like she just, <laughs> i don't know like i feel like it could have been a written, written a little better uh and like i just it's just like why would i why would you want to listen to her of all people like it just seemed kind of random and like her advice too was like okay nothing nothing that special I don't know. Okay. I, I feel like for like the whole the whole thing was like, oh my god, like the heroine's name is in the movie, like like the character's name is in the movie, not the, the title, right? Like not like the heroes and stuff. It's like okay, like I get the the female centricness that you were trying to go for, but I feel like it didn't really play out at the end. And maybe that's just because Puja Hagde is not the best actor either. But <laughs> it, it really can't just be <laughs> for that. But yeah. overall, not a bad movie. Like I liked watching it, and I like the serious tone it kind of carried throughout. Like. After Agnathavasi was like, all right, like we need something. We need to <laughs> get our reputation back. So I agree. Yeah. She's yeah. she's the worst part of the movie. And like uh, it's <laughs> like it doesn't matter because it's not like Turkmen heroines are usually Oscar winners or anything, right? Like they're all pretty they're all pretty rough to watch on screen. Like that like the roles given to them at least, they're pretty bad. Um but like especially in this one, if you're gonna make the movie so important around your heroine, at least cast someone who can act. Like and like Some bring back dubbing is terrible. <laughs> yeah, dude, Kritus Razor like Cypelby or someone that can act. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna, uh, I'll just go off of yours, Rohan, because my number eight is <laughs> also. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this is my number eight. Um, I'll say some good stuff about it first. The stuff that I liked. Um, first of all, I loved how it opened. I loved the action scene in the beginning. Um, so I, I like Thirikram was saying at the time of release that the concept of the movie was you know, kind of to show what happens after something big like that happens in a, you know, let's say in like a, in a real world situation, like some big, you know, whatever fight happens, what's the, what's the, you know, solution to that? Like, what's the aftermath of it? And that's what the movie will be about. Um, but I didn't expect it to be like, you know, that high of an action scene right in the first like five, 10 minutes of the movie. Um, and then you see like NTR dad, Nagababu die like immediately. Um, and, I felt like the first like 20, 25 minutes of that, basically until the title card comes on to screen, it was like perfection. Like I like absolutely loved it. Like all the emotions worked. The action scene was brilliantly choreographed. Um, so I loved it up until uh, up until like the titles came on. And then after that is when I had kind of an issue with the film. That's when you get into the weird comedy with the Aku dude. That's when the Puja Hegde stuff starts coming into play. And the movie takes like a big dip. I think like in the whole middle part of the whole movie 
And like you were saying, Ro, like she could not carry this role. I mean, she just was miscast. I don't know what the Rikram's obsession is with Pooja Hegde, but uh, if you're going to like your title character, Arvinda Sameta, like your title freaking character, uh, she was miscast. Um, but yeah, takes a huge dip in the middle. Um, and then kind of at the end, it kind of comes back to life again uh, with like the way that NTR kind of solves everything. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought like overall, though, I still liked it a lot. Um, but it was just that middle portion, which was supposed to be impactful to show, I guess, NTR the light, like the way to the solution was pretty rough. But um, it's like a good beginning, good ending. And that's about it. Uh, Rohan, that was your ninth, right? Not your eighth. Yeah, okay. that was his ninth. So we moved okay. on to eight. Yeah, that, yeah. This, was, this was my eight. Oh, you're right. Okay, because I was confused. Okay. So, Avi, you didn't say your ninth, did you? Oh, yeah. I did. <clears> so, you. okay. Yeah, so, yeah. My nine. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no. didn't say, that's, I was just confused. I thought I was tripping. <laughs> yeah, so so my nine would be... Um, uh, uh, I just think, like, same reasons that Rohan said. Um, you know, Nitin, probably one of the lower tier heroes that he's worked with. Um, and I don't know. I just... I, I watched it a lot, like once, I'm trying to remember actually, but I just didn't, I don't think it was as good as his other movies here. So I'm just going to put it down at, at nine here. Um, yeah. So we can move on to eight though. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that was my eight. So yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. My, my eight is also Arvind Sameta. Uh, I agree with a lot of points Rohan made. I also think, and you obviously, but you know, one thing I feel like that I really liked is the last first 15 minutes, obviously, like you said, um, and the last 30 minutes. I think Jagwati Babu is one of the highlights of this movie. I know you guys um, probably like slipped your guys' mind, but he as a villain was one of the main reasons I think this movie worked. Like he was scary. Like the scene where you find out Inka Batke and Nardu is like, it's, it's a nuts reveal. Right, especially after that knife to the throat in the first fight, um, like yeah. he is ridiculously good. Especially when he kills uh, Navin Chandra, and even in the climax when NTR literally has to kill him because he won't listen, he is just a like he steals a scene. And I think if if Thirikram kept that intensity without the stupid second heroine Isha Rebba and the lawyer sidetrack with uh, Raramesh, I think was it was Pooja's dad. And if he kept a good actress, this could have easily been in his top three or even top five uh, because the story is amazing. And there's some scenes in there, like the torchbearer scene or NTR gives the warning or his intensity, right? Like it's unmatched. NTR hasn't done that well in years. Um, it, I mean, I guess like J-Lo and stuff, but they really brought out NTR in that movie. So it's a shame. But yeah, the only no, reason I, I yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I love the NTR combo too because like yeah. it's something i want to see again because yeah, forget about puja hegde like ntr yeah. Navin chandler these are all like really good actors and yeah and Babu, like that i feel like that really is what uplifted the movie in general mm -hmm. like it was yeah. and, and the music too i think the music was uh interesting from someone he took that kind of like rustic approach and they're they're really good like really emotional like they really get that like um the sense that you wanted to create from the rylesema like backdrop i feel like yeah. they really killed it with the the whole scene setting whatever yeah it's just and the middle chunk is just so mediocre that that's why it's so down on my list but yeah yeah and, and another thing with like jagat babu's character is uh very few like 
people can pull off that kind of a characterization because it's just a pure villainism. Like there's no really reason behind why he is like that bad. He was just a bad person. <laughs> like he just literally wanted to see the world burn. Like that's what the kind of characterization he had, right? And that character usually does not work in a lot of movies. It's like a it's like a really like mustache twirly type of villain whenever other people do it. But if done properly like this, um, um, then it shines like how like you know you guys were saying how he did. Yeah. So I guess I guess it's Rohan's Rohan's eighth now. Yeah. Uh, my eight is a little controversial, but I mean at this point, what isn't? I thought I'd take that of him. I. Ooh. Yeah, I, it's got good music. It's got some good dialogue, but I just didn't like the whole like, oh, throw money at your problems. I'm better at you because I have money. Like that whole theme that's kind of implicit, explicit throughout the movie. I thought the Pound Kalyan like mannerisms over action was a little bit in this one compared to Gubbar Singh. I feel like it's even a step higher when it probably should have been a step lower considering the type of movie this is. Um. But yeah, it's got good music. It's got a pretty good story. Like it's a, and again, like a family drama, like you, you're going to relate to it somehow or another. Uh, I still like, you know, look back at the comedy and stuff, but I just, it just didn't really hit the mark. And I, I don't know, I'm overall an unsatisfied customer with, <laughs> with that movie. Dang. That's, that's pretty surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll I'll talk about that more, you know, later on. But I'm sure it's everyone in everyone else's upper half, but I just yeah, I, don't know. Yeah. I, I never even like watched it again really, like since. Yeah. All right. So are we on seven now? Uh, I think Abby still has to do his My bad man. No worries. So my ten. Okay. So your eighth. My eighth. So my eighth, I think. I wait so my nine was uh 10 okay so eight yeah eight would be Allah I think Allah we've already covered it I think I did agree with you guys but I didn't rank it with you guys at 10 but maybe I did like it slightly better than um ASVR um just because it was a little bit more of a three victims calling card in terms of the comedy um, there are definitely some scenes that I felt like were, you know, that hit well. Um, but yeah, again, overall, you kind of don't feel the overall storyline coming out. It's kind of a simple story with Switched at Birth, right? So I put this at eight, at, uh, at my eight. So yeah, we can move on to seven. All right. So for seven, um, any of you guys want to start it off? We can kind of switch it up a little if you want to. Let me let me start at seven. I'll go backwards yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so my seven is now. I think this is gonna be a little tough, but I'm gonna do Son of Satimurti at seven. Um, and I do overall like this movie. Good music. Um, has some good uh comedy. A little bit forced at times, like like Kata said earlier. Um, but. There are some things that I can't I can't just forget. Like there's the ice cream scene with Samantha, right? Like the whole um, I remember that. That's pretty. Uh, it was it was a little like different, but I think overall, like it sticks out in my mind for some reason. So, 
uh storyline it's kind of like the uh political political house like oh, not political but like you know in-house drama type thing right we're some family drama so i would say it's kind of in the middle of the victims um you know rankings for me um you know i i think honestly like the songs do carry it, some of it for me um but yeah i would say it's it just overall like a in a, in his uh middle tier of his movies I can I can go next, um, just because I know, I know Rohan mentioned it. So I'm a, I'm a Paul Clayton fan. That's my favorite actor, but I I yeah I gotta agree with you on that one. Uh, Tony Dardy is is in the lower half for me. Uh, that is my eleven ten nine, seventh movie. Yeah, uh, mainly not because it's a bad movie, but it has it ages badly, right? Uh, it puts in my day like he's mostly just hitting MS Narina, and stuff, and like knowing he passed away, and like just the comedy scenes are kind of like. Balu, you're an idiot. Balu, you're this, right? So it's just like it's a little tasteless, and also there's just not really much in the movie. Um, to like that, like it's just Paul and Kelly on hype plus the combination, and there's some good comedy scenes here and there. But overall, it's it's not a bad movie. It's just that everything above this is actually like I think is better. I just don't have much to say on Deadpool. Like if you take away the punch dialogues and you know some of the cool fight scenes, the comedy is like. hit or miss especially given now that slapping comedians isn't the norm for being funny anymore and that's like a big part of what i'm starting to get the rides on is found <laughs> kind of abusing his comedians right so yeah I mean, that's the reason why it's low for me despite being a fan but i did love it when it came out so just ages poorly is, is my take on it Yeah, I think that's a really good point. The the whole like it, it aging poorly. I think that's what everyone suffers from. Uh, my uh, seven is the same as Abi. Actually, it's um, Son of Satyamurthy. Um, I, I I like the movie. Like I I love the comedy, especially when um, Raman and them is trying to he's trying to make a plan to bring both sides together if like one side dies. I I love that scene so much. <laughs> um, and I think like. It, it definitely has like it, it does a sentiment and like the emotion pretty good with the whole dad thing considering like you don't even see the dad throughout the whole movie but i just it, it just got a little too extreme at times it's like you know you can live by your morals and you can also you know be practical but you can also live somewhere in the middle and that's where like everyone is so i feel like it you know like if you're trying to like send a message or something like it, it came off a little ham-fisted But I do really like the movie, like the, the the music, the comedy, and like even the dialogue. Like I like how Thirukam always injects kind of you know Hindu mythology into the dialogue, it, like really casually. It's never like super super intense. And I feel like this movie does it well, and some of his better movies do it really well too. But um, yeah, that's like something I like to look out for. Just something I like. So. All right. Um. So my seventh one is Ah. Uh -uh. Um. So I actually, like Rohan, you were saying about the history of, oh, I actually didn't know that. That's that's interesting. But um, for me, like at the time of seeing it, and I've seen it multiple times after also, I thought it was a fulfilling rom-com. Um, it's very lighthearted to watch. You know, you can throw it on whenever, just have it running. Um, nothing, you know, too like intense or anything like that in the film, um, except for maybe like the beginning parts with Samantha and the whole suicide thing. But, um, and honestly, like, We've touched a little bit on Thirukram's heroines, um, but I thought that, you know, at least like for Samantha's character, uh, her role was probably the biggest role of any of his heroines, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, like she wasn't just a, 
I guess like the hero is a heroine, you know, she was just, she was also like, had a story, you know, had a whole like issue that she was dealing with. Um, like she was very, very part of the story just as much as Nitin was. Um, so I, I like that about it. Um, but, and not to say like her character was perfectly written. Obviously there was some stuff that had to be like, you know, heroine type stuff that she did also, but, um, but yeah, no, I thought, you know, I was, you know, it's, it's a fulfilling rom-com at the end of the day um did its job so yeah, that's why it's my seventh yeah sorry to intervene but i think um yeah i think the samantha character being written well is probably yeah yeah i mean my my number six is uh, uh uh so i guess i guess i mean i have it the highest out of all of you right so i guess i probably have to yeah. explain why but <laughs> Uh, like like Sai said, yeah. So someone does a show stealer. Um, I don't really care for someone does normal movies. Um, like after I watched a show that I needed a mind cleanse, it was like a. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to reveal it. I have. Has everyone have seen the movie? Yeah, sure. No. Yeah. I've seen. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what happened, Avi? Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, I gotta see it. Okay, anyways, there's yeah. this, there's it's just like such a goofy movie, but anyways, um, but like Aa is a movie where she like steals the show and she's really good. And Naresh and Nadia are such good actors and you know they they go off in this movie, especially Nadia, right? Like you you love to hate her as that like cruel aunt. And then Naresh, when he finally like steps up to Nadia, is just amazing. And then I really like I really like how like Nitin's character, even though he's not the best actor, his character hits hard in some moments. Um, especially like when it's dialogues about his income. Um you know, like the Yelly Poke Shamala, that entire sequence. I think the comedy is really, really good. This movie has such good rewatch value, in my opinion. Right. Um, and Ra Ramesh's character is is amazing. He just keeps coming in and out and he's just right, he's just saying funny dialogue after funny dialogue. But the reason I have it so high is because it has a lot of entertainment value. And I think there's actually a really good story about how people from different sects of society interact and like Usually, Thirikram, who glorifies rich people, I feel like this is one of the only times where he's worked with a poor main character, right? And it shows. Um, and it shows pretty well, because I think Nitin's character is very likable, charming, too. And that soundtrack by Mickey J. Myers is beautiful. Um, one, of my favorite beautiful one of my favorite soundtracks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they came out in Idol last week. It was, it was really good. I, I like that song. <laughs> but uh, obviously, the Mina stuff is, I didn't know that. but I mean, I knew that, but, you know. Um, purely as like a standalone movie because we know Thirikram is a master copier, right? Dark Knight, July. We've all <laughs> seen that shit, but yeah, that's my sick. Who's up next, Rohan or Abi? Um, so did I do my six? No, and I didn't. Okay, no. So no. my my seven was son of Satsumoto. Okay, so my six, um. I'm going to do authority. So, you mean you guys kind of covered it before, but, um, you know, it's, there are some, uh, he kind of abuses his villains, you know, that I think that's something that's a little bit overdone there. Um, but I, I actually really like this movie because, uh, it's got one of the better, uh, punch dialogues throughout. And, um, <laughs> you know, when you, when you, when you think of six foot bullet, man, uh, how can you yeah. not like, how can you not like, it just like stays in your mind or like, wow. Like that dialogue itself is gonna, you can't forget that. So it's just like, it resonates with you know, uh, dialogue lovers. So um, 
yeah, I mean, I, the overall story, you know, between him and Nadia, right, that's the main feud throughout the, the movie. We're trying to get the get them back together. Um, so some sentiment there. It depends on who you are as a person, if you really connect to, to that kind of, you know, storyline. But yeah, for me, I think overall, like one of the most crazy, crazy dialogues in the movie. And it's a good story that you, I felt at the time I watched it, I felt that emotion. So, um, you know, I think it's like a probably a little bit in his top half of his movies for me. So, yeah, that's kind of my reasoning behind that. Uh, yeah I'll, I'll just do my six uh my six is probably olive um <clears throat> i think it was like a really just well-made movie overall um i can't think of anything wrong with it i feel like the story was very old-fashioned very solid you can't go wrong with it it's not innovative but it's good um acting was really good murali sharma was fantastic i feel like I watched a bit of the Hindi one and you just, you don't get that from Paresh Rawal, even though he's an excellent actor too. <clears throat> and um, I think like, uh, yeah, I can't find anything wrong with it. The music is just fantastic and just the story and the the emotions. And I like how, how they respected Sushant's character too. If you watch the Hindi one, they make him a complete goofball, right? Just for the sake of comedy. But he's still a realistic guy there. And he's someone that like, you can probably see yourself in a little bit, but also you see yourself in a large and so... I feel like they it was done more tastefully and yeah maybe the actress could have been used a little better like you have tab you have a tabu and you have like uh some bigger people that you know maybe could have had a better role but overall it's a it's really rewatchable for me I think I think um like early pandemic when they put it on Netflix like we watch it like almost every week so yeah that's one thing it is it is rewatchable like I I do agree with that like how do you said about how I feel about this like I can just throw it on wherever and I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah. So we're on to sixes now, right? I think we're yeah. done. With, I mean, after we're, we're, you're done with your six, we're on the top five, I think. Okay, okay. okay. So I'm the last yeah. six. Okay. Yeah, you're the last six. Uh, yeah. So my sixth is actually Nouve Nouve. Um, for me, Nouve Nouve is like a classic. Um, it's like one movie that I remember from my childhood that was always on in my house. Like every single time, like after it came out, like after we got the disc, it's always on. Uh, the comedy scenes would always be playing. Sunil in that movie is just insane. I mean, that was like one of his like top films, like top comedy films. Um, and really, there's no bad moment in it. There's no moment in it that makes you feel bad or anything like that. It's just a fun like watch through the whole film. Um, and I know like Rohan, you covered a little bit about Prakash Raj, like and like thinking back upon it now, like, yeah, his character is very realistic. Um, even today's standards, like it holds up. He wasn't like a evil father or anything like that. Um, so I think it, it's just like a very well-written film, um, comedy wise and like story wise. Um, yeah, Tarun's character is kind of a, whatever, like a waste fellow, but I mean, at the time that's kind of what all the heroes characterizations were. And I think that gets overshadowed by the comedy and the whole just story. Um, it kind of has an adventure aspect to it. Like, you know, when they go to, Anuvaram, right? They go to Anuvaram and stuff like towards the end. Like it's just a lot of stuff mixed into that movie that makes it really enjoyable for me. Plus the nostalgia factor. I mean, just from you know watching it growing up and stuff. But yeah, we can move on to fives. I did not think I was going to be the only one in here to have Nui Nui as a second to last. <laughs> but that's crazy. All of you guys in your top five. Yeah, 
I mean, that's fair. I guess nostalgia plays a huge part. But I guess if you were to watch the movie now with a fresh mind, I think, like, I think it'll be lower. Yeah. No, I agree with that now. (laughs) Yeah. Because every time I've seen it in recent times was always just the comedy scenes. Like, I've never full blown watched it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I think, like, I can go ahead because it's my five. Um, Mm -hmm. I I feel like it really, um, I don't know, like, I watched it more recently, like, I think within the last year or two years or so. And the dialogue is really fresh. Like, I, I feel like it was a little ahead of its time, the way it was written and all. And I did find myself kind of going back and forth between Prakash Raj and Tharun. And, like, I feel like it did kind of challenge the notion of these, like, kind of these, like, loser heroes, like, yeah, wait, why shouldn't he have a job? Like, why shouldn't he have some ambition? You know, like Prakash Raj is requesting some reasonable things. Um, but yeah, otherwise, like comedy is great, really good songs. I feel like still listen to those today. Um, and yeah, positive nostalgia aspect. I think like you can see Thirvikram warming up as a director here. Like some of these like family and like comedy aspects that he just nails in his next movie, Ataru. Like you can see that like like warming up because after this he didn't direct a movie for a while either he went back to writing so it's clear that maybe he wasn't happy or something but um yeah i i I, it's a rewatchable movie for me for sure Mm -hmm. so with that that was your fifth one right yeah that was my fifth yeah okay okay so i finished up my sixth now we're on fives okay that was your fifth all right we're good now you guys go ahead yeah no i agree too i'm uh, i have nuvi nuvi on my five um pretty much the same same echoing the same same comments you guys did. I think overall, like the comedy scenes are the ones that will keep playing in my mind. Um, I probably would have to watch it again, maybe to see how it is. But at the time when I was growing up, um, used to come on TV, I think, that I, like either Ma TV or something. But yeah, a lot of the comedy scenes came. And uh, I don't know, it just seems like it was something that was really enjoyable for me as a young, you know, as a young kid. So yeah. Um, you know, I think for me, that's in, yeah, probably the reason why it's good. So it'd be five for me. I mean, I can, I guess I can kick starters into the top. Or actually, I didn't do my five yet. Shit. Okay. Five, yeah. My fifth no, we're, is we're July. On right now. Yeah. 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 Uh, my fifth is July. Um, I mean, it's. <laughs> July is like one of those movies that has very little like yeah there is a story right but the movie purely rides on entertainment value um even in the climax like someone as villainous as Sonosu is like joking around with the lord and asking him for the rope to bring the car down right so it's like it's it's pretty good i mean it's like a cat and mouse like it wants to be intelligent kind of cuz like Sonosu and a lord are one-upping each other but rather than that it's like purely just entertainment on top of entertainment and like the rewatch value is through the through the roof. Um, Aluarjun is hilarious. Rajin the Prasad like is so good in this movie, and there's so many good sequences with MS Narayana, Rajin the Prasad, Ramhanandam, Aluarjun, even Eliana does comedy, right? Like the scene where she's wearing her sari and it's just she blends into the curtains, right? There's just like some genius scenes like that sprinkled throughout, and even when Aluarjun comes, and there's a hostage situation, he just shoots the guy at gunpoint. <laughs> And gives the gun to Rajin the Prasad. Like, it's just it's such a funny movie. And, like, I feel like even though despite there's not a strong story, um, it keeps you entertained. It keeps you happy. The album's great. Movie looks cool. And, like, yeah, I mean, it was, it's a benchmark movie for our origin. And really not much more to say. It's just pure entertainment, which is three or from strong point, in my opinion. 
Yeah. Um, so my number five is also July. <laughs> um, but echoing like very similar points. Um, if you put aside the copying Hollywood film stuff, like, you know, with the whole bank robbery scene and all that, um, I thought that the characterizations of All Origin and Sonasud were really interesting. Like, uh, they're both, you know, Dilvana people, like they play off of each other, like, you know, try to one up each other. And I really like that. Um, especially at the end too, like the way he figures out where his sister is, you know, where, how Sonasud kidnapped her and stuff. Like, I thought it's a very clever film, like in different points of the movie. Um, and the comedy, like, you know, like you already mentioned, like, it's, it's great. Like it works, like every, pretty much every single scene hits. Um, you were, you were talking about the ending scene, like how Sonusu and other origin kind of have that back and forth comedy there. I remember like the one line that absolutely killed me was when they were fighting, but Sonusu stops and then other origins like Ostama Kuruki, <laughs> like that, that line like kills me. Even when I watch it now, it's like, it kills me. But, uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting enough storyline. Um, not like the craziest storyline it's entertaining enough um for a commercial movie especially uh so yeah it it's it's like the perfect movie like you know how these people say like full meals and stuff like july is like a movie that's like that it's like full meals like you get your music you get your entertainment you get a decent story um you get some good characters and yeah so it's, it's a good movie there's a lot of good dialogues in it too like uh cigarette pack cancer i forget the goddamn flow of it but you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Or like even the message of the movie is good because I think the message a lot of people miss at the end of the movie, like Bitu becomes like a normal person or actually not Bitu. Is that his name? Or is Bitu That's Sonosu's name? What is uh okay, whatever. I think Ravi, or, uh, I forgot his name. Dude. Ravi, no Ravi, read his name. Ravi, Ravi okay. Ravi. Ravi, like at the very end becomes like a diligent dude has like a nine to five job. And I think the, the whole point of it is like, don't try gambling or doing some like crazy stuff to earn success, right? Because that's exactly how he falls into this loophole, the cricket betting. Um, so it's like a pretty cool message that's not, you know, hit into your head with the coffin. Um, he shits on his dad the entire first half of the movie and then becomes his dad at the end. So it's just like, <laughs> it's like, right, stay safe. Don't take, don't gamble your savings away. But yeah. All right. Um, I think we're done with fives. So we can move on to mm -hmm. four. Does anyone else want to start? Uh, uh so or you can go on. Yeah, my four is July, so yeah, just... mine, mine okay. is two, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, like you said, perfect commercial movie. I feel like Thericum kind of transitioned to his uh commercial aspects, um like like kind of fully in this movie. Cause I feel like until then he was still kind of trying new things, but then this time he's like, let me just kill it with the commercial approach um yeah super rewatchable super funny underrated soundtrack too I, I really like the music in it um and yeah yeah it was really good like i love all the characters too like all the villain characters like there's a whole bunch of them but like they all have a role and i think it is a super well made and yeah like definitely i feel like set allure like at the top too like okay he is like a very good actor that can do these kind of movies like he's the perfect yeah. guy yeah, that was that was in a streak of like continuous hits from like 2011 to like 2014, that early 2010 phase. Um, yeah, I mean, echoing same same things you guys said. I think overall, great characters, good entertainment, and then songs are really really good too. So, yeah, overall, I think for me, it's top five. So number four for me. So, also brought top strategy in the Prasad too, which was I think really important because mm -hmm. like I feel like he 
it wasn't really like a lot of movies then as like a dad character and stuff and now we see him all the time but it was really that movie that like started i think sure yeah and he was fantastic he's always fantastic i'm a huge fan of him but he was really good there yeah all right um so my fourth um i don't know if i don't know if like my fourth and third placements are going to be a little crazy but i don't know if this samajan will accept me or not but my fourth <laughs> one is uh Jelso. so um, I know we're going to get into, you know, the top three right now. We're all going to have Jelsa up here, but I placed Jelsa at fourth because um, obviously comedy, like that's, that's like the number one thing. When everyone thinks of Jelsa, it's comedy. Um, 90% of that movie is all comedy scenes and all scenes of just PK going off with uh, comedy. So other than that, though, I, there isn't much substance I find that in Jelsa. Um, I haven't given it a full rewatch because uh, like when you do watch it, like more than an hour of the film is just comedy. So you just watch the comedy scenes, but um, there isn't much of a storyline. Um, I know there is the whole storyline of his backstory and that whole interval sequence of him giving that monologue was like amazing. But again, it just doesn't feel relevant really to what the movie's about. Um, and they, when they even also go back and show his backstory, it's just kind of like, but why, like, why is, you know, why are they showing us that his parents died and where he came from? Like, there was no end goal to it is what like, I'm trying to get at. Like, even the whole villain was very shoehorned into the film. Um, it was as if like the Rikram wrote like a hundred paid skipped of all comedy scenes. And then all of a sudden realized, oh shit, I need a villain. I need to make this an actual movie. Uh, and then he kind of stuck the villain in there. But um, yeah, so that's why it's my fourth placement. Um, but I can't like, you know, it's, it's just amazing comedy. I mean, it's incredible. Like the amount of comedic value that it still holds up to this day is just incredible. That's how you know that it's some good writing if it still holds up. Okay. So definitely going to, uh, yeah, I, like I have a lot to say about what you just said, but I'll, I'll come back to it. Yeah. But my fourth, yeah. my fourth, the son of Satyamurthy. Um, so I guess it's like no way, no way reverse for you guys uh lower half of your list upper half so for me son of something is just such a like like great movie through and through like i do agree on some laggy moments but like movie starts off with a origin facing defeat its characters literally on the roads and like um you know it's like fate his dad is the driving force behind his family getting their asti back and everything and you know it's just such a like really good message and even though they don't show his dad as much Right, that's that's one of my favorite parts. And there's a dialogue in the movie. It's like I'm not gonna read it right now. It's like, manante na chala istam, yentishtam ante ana poyna puru andar yechal. Na kantlonche ka chukka gora padledu, ante yente yedistha ante prema na kunte. Ena lifelong yechna ma naanami da na kunna prema saripol. Like that is such a beautiful like see like he's talking to Samantha I think when he's saying this right and it's like it is such a beautiful message and it's just like. It, the movie is just so well made in my opinion it's not like you're like someone that actually has a decent role nitya menon actually has some sort of a role um even upendra and sneha like you know they have like this dynamic and there's no real villains in the movie you know like there's no real villains or naysayers i guess rajin the prasad is you know shitting on prakash Raj the whole movie but even at the end he comes to realize right and it's just such a beautiful movie with a beautiful message that like even though even though his dad's not around 
that much or you didn't spend as much time with him, he's the reason behind all this coming together. You know, it's like one of those fate destiny sort of movies. And I just think like the concept is one of the best concepts he's done. So I put it that high up purely because of the message and the emotion it carries. Um, I think it's the best father son uh, kind of bonding movie after Bomarillo in Tollywood for me, at least. But, yeah. I think what you said is really like important with the the whole like the message uh, like the whole like, like the father's deeds kind of like carrying them throughout like the end yeah. when Roger Saad realizes it's kind of like his fault that this whole situation came about like that was really good that was really good yeah. and I, I I wanted to mention this too earlier but Upendra killed it like he yeah. stole he's a phenomenal actor and I think like for that role he was so perfect like that like Tamil Telugu like mix kind of background even though he's coming up but whatever <laughs> but yeah <laughs> the he just he was fantastic like I think uh the second half was really special in that movie yeah. and like you know there's just some genius scenes like riding the Prasad not communicating with his wife stuff like that like dynamics introduced in the movie that like he hasn't really done in other works that I just really liked Every character has importance in this movie, even Brahmanandam, right? He's like actually kind of a, like he actually causes an issue. They almost kill him in the movie. It's kind of crazy, right? Like, kind of the, um, the reason for the conflict at the end, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the main reason. Yeah, it's just, it's just fucking ridiculous. But yeah, that's my, that's my fourth. I felt like I had to say a little bit more just because it was in the bottom half of everyone else's list. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can move on to threes or no. Uh, Abi, did you do four? You're muted, oh, by the way. Can't hear you. We can't hear you. Yeah, four was July for me. I said so. Right, right. Oh yeah, both of you guys. Yeah. Right? Okay, so we can do threes. Yeah. Um, so my third one uh is Atarinti um, Wow. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like I I put this over to us. <laughs> I know, but. Um, so I, I, this is this was a tough choice honestly like the top five was okay not top five but top like four was pretty hard for me um, but they're all very very close to each other like it's not honestly I would say like they're I don't even know if I can say like one's higher one's higher below like they're these top four are very close but um, so number three like I do see like where you guys are coming from with the comedy of you know PK just like slapping people um, but I think more than the comedy, what I've connected to when I first saw it and on my multiple rewatches, um, I really did connect emotion here in Atarin Um, You know, like the issue between him and his Atta, like, you know, her leaving the house and then him kind of going back and trying to get her back into the family and that emotional like climax sequence when he's basically like, you know, begging her, like, please come back to us. Like, you know, like it just really all struck a chord within me. Like when I first saw it and even continued, you know, on multiple rewatches. Um, and that was one thing that I was missing from Jelsa. Uh, there wasn't really an, an emotional impact uh, for me on Jelsa other than humor. I guess that's also an emotion, but I meant like a heart touching kind of thing. Like there was none of that in Jelsa. It was just all comedy. Um, again, like it's, it's very close between these two. But um, and I thought in that like I thought the comedy like still like works for me, especially in the second half when Brummy enters. I think uh, it became iconic, and you know everyone knows about Boskers and all that stuff. Like it, it's just an iconic stuff. Like in the whole like the color play that they do and everything. Like um, 
so yeah, I think that's why like I'm telling that it the main thing why it won over Jelsa for me was because of the emotion in it and just me connecting to it. That's that's why I put it over Jelsa. Yeah. My um my number three is Jelsa. Um so based on what you said earlier, so there actually is a, a deeper meaning behind Jelsa. So Jelsa means party or celebration, it means fun. Um, and the, the, I feel like a lot of people overlook it because you are right. It's like a lot of comedy, but there's this, there's this message in the movie that PK in the past never had the ability to enjoy his life, have a party or celebration, essentially what Jelsa means. But his parents passed away, his brother passed away, he becomes a nuxel and everything. And the whole point is like he conquers all of that and is now having fun at this time and expects like, and it's the universe's way of saying this is not over by sending Mukesh Rishi, which is why like this random ass villain just appears out of nowhere. But like, that's just kind of like, I, I saw a video on this or a comment on this, but it's just like, Chelsea is just like how PK now deals with issues like this that would like normally like make your average person be like, oh shit, there's a dawn after me. You see how he nonchalantly handles it? That's to show like he's overcome the initial obstacles in life, right? Which is, um, even shown more in the interval monologue where he's saying like you guys like me Kashtala, they're not like real difficulties you guys live off six thousand rupees a day or some shit like you don't know what it's like to look at your rdv and think it's your mother right so it's it's like dialogues like that so i think people get lost in the deeper symbolism but there is definitely a story there and it's to show that like he's so chill with the way he handles mukesh rishi because he's he's used to way worse he's seen more villains right like like fate literally fucked him over but um, but yeah, like I just love gel sites. It's got beautiful messages, beautiful dialogues with him and Boggy. Um, like Ileana actually has a role. And I think like Pollen Gun's comedy timing is career best here. And he absolutely just kills it in every scene. And I love the interval. I love the deeper meaning behind the movie. And like I don't even think I need to explain rewatch value, right? It's off the charts. Um, but yeah, and great sound well, effects. With with like the story aspect, um, like I do see, like I, I like I do see what you're saying about it, um. But I think like he should have increased that a little bit more, maybe even in the second half to kind of I make agree. it more apparent. Yeah. Like it's still overshadowed by all the comedy that happens in the second half, also, um, with like the hero and tracks and everything. But if he just made it a little bit more, you know, impactful and clear, I think that would have came through. Because I feel like you kind of have to look for it, like you kind of have to see, like read in between the lines type of a thing. Um, and like people like us that, you know, love films would do that, but like the average audience would be like, oh man, I had a great time. Like it was funny. That's it. And they leave the yeah. theater. I agree. Um, yeah. That's why. Like, yeah. yeah. I know it's, it's not my uh, <clears throat> number three, but that's something that I talk about jealous a lot too. There, there is a philosophy and it's in the title and it's like, and, and what I love about it too, is that like you I feel like he captured that like early 2000s PK, like that fun, loving, cushy, like like that was his last hit too, right? So he kind of brought that back and did it in the Thirvikram way, which was really good. And um, just even having a, your main character be a Nuxel, like that's that's insane. Like that word, I think, was bleeped out in most movies. Um, so to fact that that's your main character and that interval monologue, and I think it really does drive home the philosophy, but... Yeah, it's not necessarily apparent, but it's something that like we could all learn from. Like we all have obstacles in life. And I think that it, it definitely made it a little bit more palatable. 
Yeah. Um, I can just Fun. go number three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, my number three is actually Kaleja. Um, <clears throat> it was really hard between Jelson and Kaleja, but yeah. Kaleja a little lower just because I feel like the actual story with the villain and Prakash Raj was a little goofy at times. Like, I feel like his characterization was, it just had to be there to be there. But the actual main part of the story is like, it's something that I live with to this day. Like, oh, seeing God in others or like doing good deeds to, you know, that's how you express, you know, yourself as a human. And like these things, like they they make Mahesh Babu seem like a God, but we all know he's not God. He's not doing anything special. But the fact that you could see someone, like see God in some, like literally a random person and that inspires good to happen like that's such a really good concept and i feel like it didn't glorify him either it didn't make him like the message bob we have these days <laughs> it, it made him still seem like a normal person that was put into like a, a really odd circumstance and yeah it's, it's it's a philosophy i still like think of today like when i want to do something good or when i want to help someone out i'll get to, i'll talk about more about Kalejo soon yeah um so my three uh is uh jolsa i think we've kind of hit on a lot of points there with jolsa um you know overall um, probably his best this is overall a lot of comedy then i think none of it was really a lot of a hit for me um and at the time 2008 it was probably i think up to then his biggest hit for pk um yeah and then i, I really like the fact that uh Ileana had a good role, like Akil said, after Pokery, she had like her little phase there too um, of that. So, and then overall, just like a good, um, you know, movie. Um, and I didn't actually know about that whole uh, Jolsa, that party, uh, you know, thing that Akil was, was saying. But, um, but yeah, I think overall for me, it was just, it really hit home on a lot of things that I was looking for and expected in the three record movie so for me it's top three, uh number three all right so we're on our twos and ones mm-hmm. um okay so my two and one i mean <laughs> the only two left they're very yeah. interchangeable if you ask me tomorrow one could be over the other but today like this is how i felt um so number two i put as author do um i mean author do i think is Obviously, like if I'm rating it this high, like it's one of the Rukram's best. Um, and I'm sure like I know Rohan's either a huge fan, but I know you'll get into it. But uh, like I absolutely loved it. It was one of those films that have always played in my house, like growing up. Like I kind of I really grew up with Dr. like always playing. Um, but uh, it's a great film, like start to end. Uh, it has a real story to it. There is family entertainment in it. Um, it's I mean, and I honestly think it's a very creative story. Um, I know there are some stuff that he ripped off from other films, but overall, like adapting that stuff to a Telugu audience um, was just incredible. And there's very, very like many moments that give you a high in the film too. Like very, very swag moments that Manish Babu has, like um, in the end, especially like the whole like church fight scene. I think it still like some of the stuff in there, like still holds up to the, to this day. Like I was watching it like, you know, um, earlier in, it's an, it's awesome. I mean, the action's great. Uh, the music is great. Um, it's it, it's a classic. Like when someone asks, like you know, what is one of your favorite Telugu films? I have 
no issue in saying ought to do like that's like you know very like if that's the first thing that comes to my mind like i would say it's ought to do and i have no problem with that it's it's just a great film yeah i mean yeah i guess i can i can just pair up my top two as well because that's the same thing uh i just had the order reversed personally um for me for me kaleja is is a very very good movie um, but Trikram has that thing again, right? His biggest flaw is knowing when to stop the comedy and let the seriousness take over. Um, but Atharu is is a different story. Um, and like like I said, I mean, I've talked about Kalita so much. I don't even know if there's more to say, but it's just a beautiful movie with a great message that's not it's not hit over your head like Mayesh Baba's recent movies and so many great mm-hmm. dialogues and moments. But I don't think we'll ever see a movie like Atharu again. It's just one of those movies where like it's just silence like Mahesh Babu actually does not say much throughout the movie but it's done so well whether it's his dialogue with Puri about like how we see the moon every day right or even like Sunil silently just watching his Hanuman to uh, Mahesh Babu in that movie you know it's just such a good movie through and through and there's nothing new I can say that people haven't heard but yeah those are my two I'll do a top and then Kaleja right after but you know, I think the gap between Kaleja and Chelsea is also very like this big in my opinion yeah i'll just i'll just like finish up on kaleja because that like again like you said that was my number one um Mm -hmm. i mean so like uh, a role like what you were saying like i echo a lot of your points like i think it's you know great message overall like especially like you know you were saying like seeing god and other people like this guy the character of mahesh was a taxi driver a waste fellow taxi driver and you know like thirikram i think did that on purpose is to show that even a guy like him, you know, is capable of doing so much if people believe in him and, you know, like want him to, you know, achieve things like, um, so it's, it's, yeah, great message. I like Akil was saying like, does not beat, beat you over the head. Um, and it is my favorite characterization of Mahesh. Um, I think he really, really just opened up on his like delivery and timing and just acting like in general, like it just really opened up. And that echoes like what I was saying earlier with Thrikram and how he opens up his heroes, uh, whether it be like PK with Jalsa, like Mahesh with Atharu, I mean, Kaleja, like he really, really does open, like uh, opens them up. And that it comes from like their relationship to like how they are with each other. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I don't know if we'll ever get a movie like, you know, Kaleja, Atharu, Jalsa again, but um, these were like, these are the greats of Tollywood. Like these are like on that Mount Rushmore of Tollywood. Yeah. Like even the, the interval sequence in Kaleja, like Manishrama's BGM. Um yeah. Shafi is like Mamal Nikapardu is like Mundanandakapardu, right? It's just like Yeah. And then like another scene, like another shot, like before I let them talk, is like when Prakash Raj gets his hand chopped up and he's running around, and then you hear Raramesh's words echoing as Mahesh Babu is slowly walking around, right? It's like with Manishrama's BGM blasting in the back, like that's how you do elevations. And like you know, it's just insane. Or even Atharu interval scene. Like, this dude's just mastered it. Those two are perfection. Straight up. Oh, yeah. The powder blowing from the card. Incredible, yeah. Man. Or even like, Tufan and yeah. the Tufan yeah. Talanchi Tuesday BGM when Gorda yeah. Srinivas is dying. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like fucking beautiful. Dude. He's, like, oh, yeah. He's like walking through the hallway yeah. and like, goes it's like, ho, 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 ho. Crazy, crazy stuff. All right, you guys want to get into your twos and ones? Yeah, so my, yeah, same top two for me. I think I would rank it my number two, Koedra, 
and then one Otru. So reason for Kaleja being two is just over. I think the story not to do is impeccable. I don't think you can it's really hard to beat that. And Kaleja does have some flaws in terms of um, you know, winning when when he when to like get into the serious parts. Um, you know, it seems a little bit of like You know, it just goes from like a scene where it's like uh, Ficus or Leosa, and then he, it, there's some there's some aspects of like a little bit of a drop and a suddenness to when it goes from the comedy to the, uh, you know, getting to the actual story and furthering the the plot along. Um, but I think, I mean, overall, like Kaleja is probably one of the timeless, you know, one of the you can put that on just for comedy anytime you. great scenes in the movie that you know they're just too funny um songs are underrated and i think um we've covered that in one of the previous episodes but yeah i don't like i initially thought sadasiva was the only good song but some of the songs are also catching up with me um and then what else with Kaleja? i think yeah i was gonna say this too so when they promoted this movie the trailer actually seemed like an action movie i think that also hurt the overall collection, the box office numbers when it came out, um, you know, because it, it, it was more of a comedy type and, you know, movie in regard to that. So I feel like it was promoted a little bit differently. Could he have done even better? Because, I mean, overall for my age, that movie, I don't think is his top, you know, I don't think box office numbers wise, it's top like four, but it's still a really good movie, right? So It's just unfortunate with that um, promotion. Yeah, there was a lot of like drama with like the production house Production, too. yeah. Like there was like some black money or whatever, and the producer went to jail. Like this all happened like right before the release. So they Yeah. didn't really have like the budget to kind of put it out there. Um, Mm hmm and I think it got shut down earlier too from theaters because of all this drama. Drum, So it yeah. didn't really have a proper run, but uh yeah, Yeah. that really hurt it. Also, Brunominum came out like the same day, so. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, so I think that for me that's two and then for one Atru, I mean just what a what a great story. I mean going from like that um a guy that like I guess he I don't know if he kills people for money but you know in the beginning he he has that like sly type you know mindset to him where he you know the whole scene with him shooting out of the out of the building and then going from that to a guy that really resonates with that family. Um, as he takes the place of, uh, what's his, uh, I forgot his name, but, you know, he takes the place of the guy that dies on the train that he meets. And you, it's just a, a very unique story that I think, you know, we'll never really see again. Um, and then obviously songs are really good as well. So um, what to do for me. Um, and yeah, I think Maish itself, he acts with his eyes. It's very subtle with his, not, not, not crazy dialogues in the movie compared to other Maish movies, but... It's very like you can see why he became a good actor from that movie. Um, I think Okudu and Okudu from then that's when he really took off into a superstar. Um, and yeah, just what a probably the best movie for me um, in terms of three three victims in movies. So that's number one for me. Here's our here's our number one fan. I can't wait to hear his breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> so I think that number two is actually a Jelsa, but we've talked plenty about it. I think we can move on. But yeah, Jelsa, like every weekend, man, like it's it's so good. Like I feel like I speak in Jelsa, like the dialogue. <laughs> but a little bit more than that was I. I'm pretty sure at one point, every Friday, like my dad and I would watch Altaru. Like it was just 
that consistently, like, especially if you had my TV growing up, it was always on TV. Yeah, yeah it was always <laughs> on my TV. Yeah, all of a sudden. But I feel like Atari was just like that perfect movie that we won't get again. I think like the fact you had this kind of morally gray protagonist who we don't know where he came from. Like we never know. Um, and he, he, the way he like finds his family and navigates that. And it, it's just really like, I don't know, like you, you get the whole family sentiment you get the comedy, you get everything, but the bare bones story is actually just so unique. And it's not something we're not going to see from Mahesh Babu nowadays. Like it's way too experimental, but um, I just feel like the rewatchability, the music, like all of those aspects aside, like it is just truly one of the most unique movies. Um, it's also probably my favorite movie, like in general, any language, any industry, anything, just because it really is the perfect viewing experience, like as a Telugu person. Agreed, man. Agreed. Yeah. But yeah, the dialogue is just, it's just too good. Like I feel yeah. like we, it's part of our daily lives now. And that's when you know it's like really impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um I mean it just goes to show how good a filmography he has when like right the most we could talk shit about is like one or two movies, but yeah. Yeah. And even that right. was like it's not like really much talking shit, just like no, I didn't yeah. like a couple aspects, but I still liked yeah. like a good amount yeah. of it. Yeah. That's no, yeah. not many directors have that, which is, you know, no. yeah. 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 I felt like I was getting really nitpicky by the end because <laughs> it's like, yeah. they're all yeah. fantastic movies. Like, yeah. I don't know if we did one sheet by the police filmography, this would be a different oh, discussion. God. <laughs> <laughs> they would all be last and then Oopery on top. That's yeah. There's Oopery and then everything else. <laughs> but yeah. But, so, you know, I know this episode was a long one, but uh, it's just such a long filmography and a lot to discuss. But, you know, hope you guys enjoyed and you know thank you rohan for coming on yeah i wanted to say thanks to the bearers batch for having me this is a you know a topic <laughs> i actually suggested to sai a couple of weeks ago and it's just you know my favorite director and just like i said earlier like he the way he incorporates like like kind of some of like the hindu mythology and just some like aspects of our culture that are like you don't really see other people doing that well and he does it so casually that it's like approachable it really feels like it's like our movie, like our culture. And yeah. the, the fact that they're so entertaining and compelling and all that is just, you know, extra. Yeah. 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 Oh, you had some great insights about having you on. And uh, yeah, if you guys, if you guys have any comments or want to see more stuff, just feel free to reach out. Yeah. Hope you guys had a nice day.